Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Taylor Hendrickson and I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Always happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by our friend and the voice of the blues. He's Chris Kerber via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, Brandon. How are you? Uh, doing very well. I was listening to you on the Rizzuto show earlier today, Curbs, and uh, you had some glowing remarks for the player that we have seen Jake Neighbors turn into right before our very eyes, specifically with the fight, him sticking up for his teammate and really his overall game uh, that we saw against Ottawa. Can you describe for our audience what you have seen, whether it's behind the scenes or just on the ice with Jake Neighbors and the player that he is today? Well, I, I think if you look at Jake Neighbors' game, and you know, you're talking about a rookie in the National Hockey League at the age of 20 that got a small cup of coffee last year at the age of 19, you know, he, he went back to junior hockey. You could tell in how he responds. He did an interview with Jamie and, and Anthony yesterday that just was, I, I thought was just fantastic. Uh, his post game interview a couple of games ago, not the one he did with Darren Pang in the last game, and he was a number one star, but two games earlier in a loss. Just showed some maturity, and I, I related. Talking to him is kind of like I, I, there. I see a lot of similarities when I would interview and talk with Barrett Jackman and Barrett's rookie year and first couple of years in the league. Where you're like, man, from a from a social standpoint, from an understanding the game standpoint, from how to talk and express the game, he's far more mature than his years of experience lead you to, to believe. The thing is, is when he when he went back down. When they sent him down after starting the year with the big club, the team was struggling. And, and I, don't, I don't think they wanted him to be around kind of the atmosphere around the team when it was going through that. Plus, it's really hard for Craig Berube to sit there and give him the ice time that he needed to get when the team is struggling. You, you just, you've got to go to your veterans if you're going to turn some things around, and it's not going to always be the young guy, and, and especially with the way this team was made up. So, when he went and, and he was so conscientious trying to play a defensive style of game up here and not make the mistake that he did so at the expense of his offensive abilities. When he went down to Springfield and they were playing him 18 to 21 minutes a game and he's playing in all situations, top power play, you name it, he got some of that game back. And I think when he came back, he realized, Brandon, that he had to, you know, that he's got to be smart defensively and play that style. But he's also got to work in the offense, and, and I think that's just that was another step in his development. But I think, honestly, I mean, you haven't seen too many games. Yeah, there's been some mistakes. He slipped and fell on the one, you know, that led to a goal. There's going to be some youthful mistakes, but I'll tell you what, his play has been so much more on the positive side than the negative side by far. 
Does his performance in that last game curves more in the 200 foot style, the four checking, creating turnovers, and then of course him dropping the mitts and sticking up for teammates. Does that resonate more with the other younger players on the roster moving forward? Well, uh, I, I, you know what, Alex, I've almost gotten to the point where I think that if it does, it's up to those younger players. And the only way to know is to actually go up and ask them. And, and I haven't done that uh, per se, but because you're waiting and you know that old sports cliche, pull the rest of your team into the fire, right? Or, or, or let it light a spark. I'll tell you who it resonated with. I, I think it resonated immensely well for Bortuzzo and Braden Chen, who really appear to be the only two guys willing to do that on this team on a consistent basis uh, when something's needed. So I think it resonated with them. I think it definitely resonated with Noel Achari when you listen to Noel's uh, comments at the end of that last game. And, and maybe more of the veterans. What, to your point, what it really shows the younger guys is what you need to do and how you need to be an impactful player. You're not always going to score. You're not always going to get assists. But can you win the wall battles? Can you be a teammate? And that's the game of hockey. And so you want to you want to play for this coach. You want to get some good ice time with this coach. You don't want to have this coach always in your ear play a good brand of hockey and my goodness has he been doing that well and that's where i was going to go to next because he's getting an opportunity to play with uh braden shen and uh pavel buchnevich in the top six he got that in the third period of that game and after the line rushes earlier today he's right there that also should signify that play to the other younger players you want ice time play like jake neighbors man alex i'll tell you i'll tell you something like you could maybe look at robbie fabry but unfortunately robbie fabry's you know, he had those back-to-back ACL injuries, which were so doggone tough and hard, you know, on him. But aside from that, and, and eventually Robbie asking for a trade and a fresh start, and, and Doug Armstrong, who really liked Robbie, giving him that opportunity in Detroit. I haven't seen Craig Berube not willing to give young guys chance, and I haven't seen young guys not progress. I mean, we have seen players get better under Craig Berube from the time they were in the minors to them improving in the National Hockey League. Uh, I'm getting a lot of people right now asking me about Clint Costin because he's playing a really good brand of hockey with the the Edmonton Oilers. And he had every chance to play that here. This might have been a situation where after, you know, in the organization for five years, he needed a fresh start, a different way of looking at some things, whatever. That happens. But you can't talk about not being given a chance here in St. Louis. And, uh, I mean, every single player that's come up, Nikita Alexandrov, Tyler Tucker, everybody's getting an opportunity. It's just, are you going to do what it takes, you know, to to make your mark? And I'm like, the one player that, to me, in this one, when he gets healthy, that I'm really going to be curious to see how it all shakes out is going to be Logan Brown. Because, one, you're going to have to earn your way up the lineup a little bit, but, two, there is opportunity here. You know, and and can Logan Brown become and and show you some of the Tage Thompson stuff that we've seen with Tage after Tage needed just another couple of years of seasoning and growth? We'll have to wait and see. But can you take advantage of the opportunity? And that's a kid that I'd really love to see get back in there and, and be given that opportunity. Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues. You can hear him tomorrow night on the call for the Blues versus the Predators. We'll have that game, of course, right here on your home for the Blues 101 ESPN. Kerbs, I did want to ask you about this offense because – 
when you look at their shot production, and this has been something that we've heard Craig Berube talk about as well, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch did a great breakdown of uh, where they've been since Christmas break. Uh, they're the worst team in the league in terms of shooting at five on five. They're at 45 shots per 60 minutes at five on five since the Christmas break. That is more than two shots behind the next worst team in the NHL, which is Chicago. What have you seen from this offense at five on five curbs, especially since that Christmas break? Uh, well, I think one, yeah, you do need more shots, but you've got to funnel those shots in that and be able to recover it. I think where the blues have had some issues, Brandon, is they're getting some of those initial shots through. They're not recovering the puck. We're not seeing a whole lot of rebound battles and things. It's, it's become very much a rush oriented team, at least from your top offensive players, especially the ones that are in the lineup right now. So um, I, I think they're they're not getting enough offensive zone time, which is not leading to other breakdowns, which which gets you more shots. They're not recovering the puck off of rebounds enough, so a lot of one and done, especially with that Thomas Cairo uh, line that you know and that's in there. You're not seeing many shots at all on the power play. I think it's been what I don't know, 13 shots on goal in the last 15, 16 power play minutes total, something like that. Um, so. To me, it's it's one that there does need to be a little less fine-tuning, get some pucks to the front of the net. But when they are getting it there, they're not finding rebounds and they're not putting it in. Now, they've got a decent shooting percentage, and they've shown that they can score some goals, but I definitely think you would like some better shot selection and more shots getting to the net. Because when you do that, it does create havoc on the other team and, and, and cause some problems. And I think at times the Blues are making it too easy on other teams. This is Chris Kerber, voice of the Blues. Again, you'll hear him tomorrow night on the call for the Blues versus the Predators. Pre-game with Alex and Joe starts at 6 o'clock. Kerbs will have the call starting at 7. Kerbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again next week, and uh, we will hear you tomorrow on the call. All right, guys. Have an awesome week. Thanks.